So YouTube today recommended to me uh, a video based on Sonic X. And the video was from Chow Mix, where he talked about the final season of Sonic X, known as the Metarex Saga. The only catch is Chow Mix decided to focus on the Japanese version instead of the four kids version, because the Japanese version had everything you know still within its context and nothing taken out. And he did mention in this video that the Metarex Saga, which I'm pretty sure a lot of us pretty much guessed by now, was an original story meant for the anime and the anime only. Well, season one was an introductory season to the show, giving us an idea of what we're going to be in store for, as well as season two was mostly game adaptation after game adaptation. You know, Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, you know... um, What was the other one? Sonic Battle. And then, of course, you had the finale, which uh, in a way was kind of original, but had some game elements in there, too. But when it came to Season 3, it was entirely all new and original. And I think, in my opinion, because I don't know if Chow Mix brought this up. I have to go back and rewatch it and listen. But... To me, I think the reason season three was presented the way it was, you know, as dark as it was, whether you watch the English for kids dub or the one that Chow Mix focused on, the Japanese version, the original Japanese version, basically the reason it was presented as dark as it was is because I think the writers, you know, I think the writers, the original writers, if you will, knew that one, this would probably be the final season, and two, they wanted to get something out of the system. And that something was to tell an original story where they didn't have, I, I guess you could say, restraints in, in the way that they did when it came to season one and somewhat mostly season two. Also, I think they were looking at the fact that a lot of anime at that time, from the final seasons of the original Yu-Gi-Oh! to some Digimon and other, you know, One Piece and all that, was starting to go a little darker, a little bit more edgier uh, than originally presented as. So they figured, you know, in my opinion, they, they probably figured, eh, why don't we do the same thing with Sonic X in its final season? And that's why we got the Metarex saga, the Metarex Cosmo saga, you know, the way we did. Now, Chow Mix, like I said, wanted to focus on the Japanese version because it had nothing removed like the 4Kids version did. It had everything in there to give you a better explanation as to what was going on, even if you couldn't understand the language. And I will admit to you this, I will admit to you this, when I first saw the Japanese version, uh, when it was broadcast, now I didn't see it on Japanese television, no. I saw it when it was first broadcast, not just in Japan, but in Europe. Yeah, there were parts in Europe, mostly France, where the original Japanese version was broadcast uncut. And I can tell you honestly, the final episodes presented in the uncut format will really will really get to you. They will really get to you, especially with Tails and his situation. You see, basically, the way Tails is presented is he does not want to kill Cosmo. He doesn't. Even though she's telling him, hey, you have to do this. You know, th- this is the only way we could save the universe and, and everything. You know, Tails doesn't want to do it. Tails, in a way, would rather have the universe go to heck instead of kill the woman he loves. But, 
much to her encouragement, knowing that it is the only way he's going to do it, or the only way the universe is going to be saved, you know, basically he ends up doing it. Which, which again, is very emotional. Especially when Sonic presents it to him, the only seed that remains of Cosmo. You know, it is very emotional. It is very heart-wrenching and everything. But, in the end, it does show that when you give the writers an opportunity to do whatever they want, tell whatever kind of story they want that's original and not connected in some way to anything else... You could definitely tell that they'll be able to, you know, I guess you could say, go in directions that normally they wouldn't be able to go in, um, you know, ever again. You could just see that. You could just see that they're able to go in directions they've never been able to go in, you know, before. So, by doing what they did here in the final season... You know, with this original story, I do agree with Chow Mix. It is definitely, it definitely, I should say, lives up to, you know, its status as one of the darker arcs out there. But I also think, in a way, it also inspired some things that we see in other Sonic media, mostly like, let's say, the Archie comics. I'll give you an example of what I mean. Let's take a look at Chris. Now, in season three, in in his world, Earth, if you will, Chris is grown up. Because remember, he's about 12, 11, 12 years old, you know, in uh, the first couple of seasons, right? 12, 13 years old in the first couple of seasons. Six years have passed, and now he's an adult. He's about 18, 19, maybe 20. But when he goes to Sonic's world through a teleportation device that he's built you know, on his own. Basically, it's a. It, basically, what he did is he took the teleportation device at the end of season two and rebuilt it so that now he could go back and forth between worlds. Anyway, anyway, long story short, I think one of the inspirations that came from this third season that let's say the comics took was the time lapse. Now, you might say, well, what do you mean? Well, let me explain. Let me explain what I mean by the time lapse. You see, the time lapse, basically, when it came to the comics, occurred because of Sonic sacrificing himself in 125, and instead of dying, was blasted 83 million light years away. And that by the time he came back, you know, instead of a month or a few years passing, a whole year passed. Now, according to Chow Mix, when he did his take on the final season and Chris showing up, Chris finds out in the Japanese dub, and I think even the oh, not dub, but the original Japanese broadcast, and I think as well as in the English dub, that you know instead of six months passing, you know, or six years passing between you know both worlds, that on Sonic's world it's been six months. Well, on Chris's world it's been six years, which basically says the equivalent of Chris, you know, celebrating a year, you know, on his world is just one month on Sonic's world. So in other words, the you know thirty-day calendar, you know, just kind of like repeats, if you will, on Sonic's world for the year, you know, on Chris's world or something like that. And I bring that up because, again, you kind of see the similarities from the Archie book. Now, I'm not saying they got that entirely from there, but it is kind of a coincidence that you kind of get something similar. You kind of get something similar. 
The other thing, too, that we have to look at is, I believe, in my opinion, Ian Flynn took inspiration, as much as I hate to say this, from this saga. He took inspiration from this saga to build the Mechasali Archon. Let me explain. You see, we find out later on that Cosmo has been an unwilling spy for Doc Oak and the Metarex, which is why, you know, well, which is why and would explain why the Metarex were always, like, in the same vicinity at the same time as Sonic, Eggman, and the others to try to get the Chaos Emeralds and stuff like that. And Cosmo... You know, shocked by this and remembering exactly how it came to be, became basically an unwilling traitor. Now, the difference is that her friends were there to support her, saying, hey, look, they might, you know, overhear what we say. They might be able to, you know, uh, keep up with us and everything, but it's not going to stop us from winning. It's not going to stop us from beating them and restoring order. Now, I say that I think, I think and believe Ian Flynn took you know, inspiration from this for the Mecha Sally arc because here you have Sally sacrificing herself for robotization to save the world, but in the process becoming an unwilling traitor, and more so when Eggman weaponizes her. So you can kind of see maybe that Ian Flynn took inspiration maybe from the Cosmo situation where she's an unwilling traitor, much to her, uh, uh, I guess you could say her depression, her, her despair, I should say. I can kind of tell that maybe Ian Flynn took a bit of inspiration in that area because, again, she was unwillingly helping them, that being the Metarex, you know, stay a step ahead of Sonic and the crew. But, you know, that's about as far as inspiration goes, I think, between both mediums. Outside of that, I have to say that I think, this, I think the, uh, the, the final season was pretty good. Yes, when you watch, and I guarantee you, when people watch, watch the original Japanese version, whether they're watching it through Hulu, you know, where they also have the English dub version and the El Espanol version, if you will, the Spanish version, I guarantee you people will get emotional once they watch the Japanese version. Now, if they don't have Hulu, I guarantee you those people that will pick up the discotheque release in April of the uncut version will get emotional too, because it is one of those kind of stories that, especially at the end, you know, will really get to you. But when you look at all everything that gets talked about in between, like with the flashbacks and the storytelling of how everything came to be, it's one of those stories that's going to you know, keep you coming back or keeps you coming back to find out more. You know, and and to me, that's why I think a lot of people prefer an original Japanese version over a four kids version of the anime. You know, whether or not the four kids version could be just as good, even with certain elements cut out, people prefer the Japanese version more than the anime because it's basically like, hey, we're not afraid to show you this, 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 or that, period. So, you know, so overall, yeah, the the final season, the original Japanese final season of Sonic X, I think is really good. Is it superior to Four Kids? Absolutely. But did the Four Kids version do what it could with what it could? Yeah, yeah, it did all right. I mean, you could tell again, you know, what episodes were heavily edited, you know, due to time. Like I think. Like, I think that one episode where it's revealed what the Metarex really, really are, 
at least with the Zova, what is it, the, what is it, that big, uh, what is it, that yellow Metarex Zova kick or Zova kick or whatever his name is, you know, basically you could tell, you know, which episodes are heavily edited because that episode was Zarkovich, I think that's his name, the yellow Metarex, when, you know, he dies and everything, you know, in the four kids version, you don't see him seeping, you know, falling into the lava and accepting his fate. No, but in the Japanese version, you do. You see him die, period. So, you know, so to me, you know, the Japanese version is definitely superior. The four kids version, like I said, depending on the situation and what had to be cut, edited down and all that, they did all right. And they kind of almost, you know, garnered the same kind of emotion at the end and everything with Tails having to do what he had to do with Cosmo, but that was it. The Japanese, the Japanese uh, version, I should say, was, you know, superior in the fact that it just didn't cut away. It wasn't afraid. It wasn't afraid. So, to me, I, I'm going to definitely agree that if you have any version between the two to watch, you know, if you have Hulu, look up Sonic X, scroll down, and look for the Japanese version. Watch that. Watch that, especially for this final season, because you will definitely get more context and more of an idea, even with subtitles, of what's going on outside of the U.S. Uh, English dub version. But, if you feel that the English dub version's more, you know, more your style, more comfortable, you know, less disturbing, less emotional, and you want to go with something like that, especially if you're watching it with your kid, then more power to you. But to me, I do agree the Japanese version is definitely superior in every aspect. Again, four kids did what they had, did what they could, but the Japanese version was definitely more superior. You know, in every way. Because, again, it didn't shy away from anything. You know, it didn't shy away from anything. It didn't cut out anything. You know, it just, you know, said, here it is. You know, enjoy. And that was it. You know, that was it. Now, is there a few things he did kind of get wrong in there? Absolutely. Absolutely, he did kind of get it wrong. First of all, when it came to... Molly's sacrifice in the English dub it's implied she flew off thus living to fight another day well in the English well in the Japanese version she was killed she was killed to basically show that hey if we have to sacrifice ourselves to beat the Metarex we will sacrifice ourselves and that's what happens to her now what they imply is that uh, Rouge and uh, Shadow found her body and buried her that's not the case. What they did is they put up a monument, a memorial in her honor for what she did. And then Shadow decides to walk off on his own to do his own thing, leaving Rouge behind. Now, now the other thing is the episode where Tails and Cosmo officially fall in love. Yes, an episode or two later we did get hints that there might be something there between them. But it wasn't until we got to that one episode where it was officially made, you know, official. Because basically the, the thing about the episode was, you know, as far as the romance portion of it goes, is it was Amy, again, who, well, let's put it this way. She didn't, you know, discover a love potion. No, 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 no. Now, 
you know, it, it's not implied that way as far as I know. I don't know if both seemingly changed it up. They probably did. But from the English dub version, and I'm guessing the Japanese version did the same thing, but again, I'm not really sure. She finds out... Basically, on the ship, after they rescue these creatures, and these creatures give them the Chaos Emerald in exchange, she finds out on the ship from these creatures about the love spell, about the love potion, and she makes it her duty, if you will, in that episode to to basically get... You know, get the confirmation, get the confirmation she needs and find out basically a permanent solution for her and Sonic to be an item. You know, she goes out of her way, but she doesn't find out about the potion while she's on the planet. She finds out about it from the creatures while they're on the ship, which makes her determined to get to the planet to make this happen, which is why she drags Sonic along with her to try to find out, okay, are we, you know, what kind of future do we have together? What's this? What's that? Okay, what kind of spell are you talking about? Let me find that spell. You know, you know that's basically the gist of it right there. That's the gist of it right there. Now, the way it does kind of come naturally in everything is when she almost sacrifices herself to save Sonic in the finale. That is basically where I think it becomes the closest that Amy and Sonic become an item as far as the Sonic X continuity is concerned. And the reason it becomes the closest is because, essentially, this is when Amy not only shows how much she cares about Sonic, but basically she's, you know, she's basically, as I can assume, growing up and realizing that the only way someone like Sonic is going to, you know, be with her is to basically, you know... You know, I, I guess show that she could be just as heroic and in everything, and put her own life on the line to be with him, and that's what she does. That's what she does, and that's why the heart, the the heart of the planet, basically reacts it the way it does to them. You know, it basically reacts to the fact that what you know what you know that they have feelings for each other as friends, but they can also see that there is something more there, and it was punctuated by the fact that Amy did what she had to do ooh, to justify why she always wants to be with Sonic, or why she cares about him, going as far as to say, hey, I'll kill myself, you know, I'll sacrifice myself to save Sonic. Well, I wouldn't say kill herself, but basically put her life on the line for him, period. The, the point is, though, the point is, though, the romance that's hinted at between the two happens at the end. That's, it kind of gives you an idea of, okay, now Amy has an understanding of, yeah, Sonic does feel for her, but if they're going to have something, you know, she has to kind of grow a little bit and mature and realize that, hey, you know, what, you, you know, you know, what she did... It is one way to show Sonic, yeah, I'm willing to go this far to be with you and everything. But it also shows Sonic that, hey, this is the girl I want to probably be with because of the fact that, hey, she's willing to put her life on the line just like I am. So, there you go. You know, there you go. 
But outside of that, though, the the love story thing, though, going back to that, the love that episode, again, Amy finds out about it while they're on the ship after they rescue these creatures. That's when she finds out about it, and she makes it her mission to try to you know get things to go her way, which they don't. The other thing I think uh, we have to look at when it comes to this. Um, uh, final season, especially the Japanese version, and to an extent the English version, but mostly Japanese, is the fact that Sega allowed Sonic to get into such parallel situations, very perilous situations, that normally you wouldn't see him in. I mean, yeah, you would see him in these kind of situations, but not as much as you saw him in this season, which was a surprise, a huge surprise, if you will, of how many times he was put into a parallel situation and how much you know he had to basically be upgraded thanks to special shoes by Chris made by Chris to basically get the to kind of help him get an advantage and stuff so I got to give him credit there and I got to give him credit on both sides of the spectrum maybe more so with the Japanese version that they allowed Sonic to go that dark super route that dark like hey You know, if I go super without the help of the legit Chaos Emeralds and I go super with these dark, with these fake ones, you know, hey, you know, there's a, you know, that that basically he realizes, hey, there's a side of me that lets me just let loose and not have a care in the world kind of deal. You know, normally they would not let that happen. We know that. So, got to give credit where it's due. That they allowed the the they allowed the the writers, the people behind the series, to go that far with Sonic, where he had perilous situations he was in, but also to go as far as to give him sort of uh, have him give into a dark side of him, where he went super, but you know at the but with the help of fake emeralds instead of legit emeralds or something like that. But in the end, in the end, it is definitely probably between the two, the Japanese version, the more superior one you want to watch. So in conclusion, I recommend checking Chow Mix's version or Chow Mix's, checking out Chow Mix's video, you know, on the Metarex saga. You'll thoroughly enjoy it. There's no doubt about that. And you will get an audio podcast version of this at BW Roses Discussions, all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. You will get, uh, you well, yeah, that's what, what that's what you'll get, I should say, <laughs> and all that. Sorry, but yeah, you'll get an audio version of this. Also, support me at my Teespring store, which you can click at the upper right hand corner of the end screen. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check me out at BW Roses, BW Roses at Vimo for content you can't get here on YouTube. Also, support me at BW Roses 98 at Cash App. Also, Brian Warmer 2 at Venmo. You can help me financially there. Also, check me out at DeviantArt.com, says BVW1979. And support me at BW Roses on Patreon with the $1 or $3 tier. But guys, give me your thoughts overall on the final season of Metarex Saga, especially the Japanese version. Do you think it's more superior to the four kids, or do you think maybe both have their pros and cons? Let me know down below in the comments and in the live chat during the premiere. Again, check out Chow Mix's video, which will be linked here at the end screen. And until next time, guys, I am out.